we are just going to start this podcast and see how it goes. I'm going to be adding new stuff into this podcast, so stay tuned. So this is going to be episode one, and I'm just going to start this episode with a little bit of an introduction of me, um, which is kind of my story too, but I'm also going to do a little bit of a talk, I guess you could say. I don't know. We're just going to roll with it. Um, so the script that I'm reading off of technically was for my story at youth group one night but i'm not really going to introduce myself because i don't want to tell anybody my name or anything like that but because this is going on a public platform and i don't feel like sharing my personal information because there's reasons why i can't share it because well some of you know that um so i guess the first part of my story obviously is i'm in 11th grade i'm not going to share where but actually i'm not in 11th grade now this was last year that i did this so i'm technically not technically i am now a senior in high school not college but it's i just wanted to encourage some of you and maybe help you with getting along in your story and things like that so you know there's a lot that has happened to me you know when i was a baby and my biological mom didn't really take care of me and my sister but i'm not gonna get into that huge story right now we'll say that for another episode but a lot of difficult things happened to me and my sister which left us with a lot of you know trauma and anxiety and things to deal with which also I'm going to get into my anxiety in a later on episode. I do not know what episode yet. I'm still kind of getting into the groove of things. Because I'm filming my first episode right now on a Saturday night. Which is probably not going to be my schedule. So, this is probably going to be the first Saturday, Saturday that I actually do it. But, I don't know. I'll see how my schedule goes. But... Um, Back to the topic of my story. Uh, So a lot happened to us when uh, me and my sister were little. But we're just going to focus on me. So I'm going to say me instead of us. But a lot of things happened to me when I was little. And I necessarily wouldn't say trauma with air quotes. But I would say a lot of mental things that I've been dealing with. Um... So I I have anxiety and depression, um, and I do occasionally, it's not, it's a very rare thing for this to happen, but I have had panic attacks in the past. I really haven't had one in a while, but I'll also get into maybe later on in the episode. I don't really know how I'm going to talk about all of this but maybe later on in the episode i'll explain like what going through a panic attack feels like and how i cope with it maybe i'll go like, get on with that i don't know maybe i'll do that in my anxiety episode because i feel like that kind of plays along with 
um, anxiety. I don't know, I feel like if you have anxiety, you've probably experienced a panic attack before. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But, we'll see. Um, but, I share anxiety and depression and suffer from panic attacks. Like I said, it's a very rare thing. But, my sister was really, I'm not gonna obviously share names either, but, this is a big part of my story, and I'll share what happened, but people who know me personally, I don't care if they know this, but if you don't know me personally, I'm not going to share my sister's name. All you're going to know is she's my sister, and she lived with me when all of this was going on, but um, obviously she was, she was a little bit more physically abused because I at this time was really young and like I really wasn't like abused like hit or anything like that I was more like neglected so like my and her situation are kind of different with what actually did happen but yeah so I do apologize that this first episode kind of is a little bit deep deeper I guess but I'm hoping that further episodes will have a little bit more laughter and happiness to them. And I do plan on bringing in, if it happens, I do plan on bringing in maybe some guests. Um, but back to the topic. I know, I don't really, I'm not going to actually say this is a topic necessarily. Because this is kind of, I'm just going to share what I want to share. I'm just going to title the first episode of this as in my story, again with air quotes, because it's going to be kind of all over the place with what I get to say because I can say whatever I want to as long as, you know, it's not offensive or anything like that because I don't plan on trying to offend anybody. But if I do, I don't really care because it's my podcast and I can do whatever I want. So, um, but back to my story, um... So, like, my sister was affected dramatically, and that left, like, a lot of stress on me and my whole family, and that stress has been especially hard for me because it affected me both physically and mentally, I guess, because when I was a baby, I suffered from I failure to thrive, which basically means that, like, I wasn't growing as, like, a typical baby grows. Like, you know how a typical baby has all the muscular strength and, like, can walk and starts walking at a year to 12 months or 10 months old. And they start grabbing onto things and having all the muscular strength like a normal baby would. But I did not get that. Because when you neglect a child who is growing and learning and trying to... Um, become a bigger child um, when you neglect a baby they don't grow the way a typical baby grows and that's what happened with me um, so it left me with like muscle problems and things that maybe that make me feel like I can't do things as well as others and maybe I'm pre uh, not pre why do I keep wanting to say previous this is my first episode and Maybe later on in future episodes, I'll explain, like, what it made me feel like and, like, how I coped with it and 
what it was like. Because I'm sure there's other people out there that could probably relate to this. But it made me feel like I couldn't do things as well as other kids and teenagers and adults can do. Um, I also suffer from really bad depression as um, as well. And I've struggled most with it this past couple of years, I guess. With COVID hitting and the pandemic hitting and lockdown, I think it affected a lot of people more, like that have anxiety and depression. I feel like it affected them a little bit more deeper. I want I don't want to necessarily say it didn't affect everything, any everybody else, but it affected, I think those people a little bit more, on a different level. Um, but my depression had feel left me feeling suicidal. I would say twice that were more serious um and you know a lot of people when they have suicidal thoughts they think yes I need and I should and I will go to the hospital and you know but I with some of the problems my sister had kind of I don't know if I'd like I don't think it necessarily changed my view on, like, hospital and, like, the psychiatric ward. I don't think it changed my view. It's just I didn't want to be, I don't know. Sometimes I struggle with just the mental side of things and hospitalization and things like that. Because going through that with my sister, because she was hospitalized twice, I believe. And it was hard because one time she was um, sent to a place that was pretty far away. And I live in Minnesota. I'm not going to share where. But I live in Minnesota. And Minnesota winters are rough. Especially on the roads. And visiting her the couple of times that I actually did go was stressful. Because one time when we were going up there... It was very bad road conditions, and I just didn't feel like I wanted to put my family through that, even though we live close to a hospital. So it's not like I would be making my family do that, but I still, like, didn't want to put my family and myself through that. So I just kind of, I wouldn't say I necessarily suppressed the feelings. Like, I didn't just, just shove them down and, like, forget about it. But, like, I don't know. I just didn't go to the hospital. And I don't. And maybe I should have. I don't know. Maybe I should have gotten treatment for it. But I didn't. Because I didn't want hospitalization to be part of me. And, like, my story. And, like, I'm not saying that people who went there are, like, weak. Or anything like that. I'm not saying any sort of thing like that. But I'm just saying it wasn't something I wanted to do. And I worked. I kind of worked through it on my own a little bit. And it got better. And I haven't had that happen again. So, I mean, maybe I did it right. I don't know. But, um, for me, things like that is super hard to talk about. Because, like, obviously people don't normally have things as severe as suicidal thoughts or thoughts of ending their life. But, you know, like, I think it's... A part of being a human and I think at some point everybody has probably thought well maybe 
but like it just was a big thing for me because it didn't happen before and like you know when things don't happen before they feel very severe and hard because they never happened before but something that's like that's hard for me to talk about still and it's just hard for me to admit that that was me and that was part of me but it was definitely hard for me to ask for help it is hard for me still to ask for help so it came to a shock that that actually you know like happened and that went down and it was it's it was hard and like it really did shock me and i think like and my family and like people around me and it's still hard for me to talk about now because you know that's a place I never thought I'd be in or honestly never wanted to be in because I don't think anybody really wants to be there. It's not like a, oh, I'm going to wake up and I want to do this today and that's what I want to go do. And like, it's just something you never really think is going to happen. And it, if it does, and you're pretty shocked by it. Um, but with all this happening, it was like hard for me to find the good in it. And like I'm someone who's very like in my faith and like I like to go to God when I'm struggling and um what I did during this time is I went to the Bible and I went and I went to God's word and I think one of the verses that stuck out to me the most because I like to look at verses, and sometimes I actually will take them and, like, put them on a sticky note on my computer or something. Because with my MacBook that I use for school, there's a program that they have called Stickies, and it's like a post-it note on your computer, but you don't actually have to stick a physical post-it note on there. And I think that's really nice. But the verse that I found that stood out to me the most was Romans 8.28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Um, so reading that and seeing the good that God has done thus far in my life, you know, like me getting adopted and having all the things I need to grow and be healthy now has really made me kind of just take a step back and see... That there is good in God's plan. I don't know what it is, and I'm probably not going to know what it is for a while. Is is right for me, and this reminder has helped me get through some rough times, um, and it just helped me gotten through sometimes on a daily basis. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a rough period of time. It doesn't have to be some tragedy that happens that I go back to this I sometimes just use it on a daily basis when I'm struggling at work and I'm like oh my gosh why is so why is this so hard why are why is my day having such a bad impact and sometimes I'll just go back to that verse and be like all of this is part of a plan all of this is to make me grow and be a better person and it's giving me experience and it's helping me to be better. But I just kind of think that all of this 
is happening for a reason and it doesn't just happen because it it just all happens for a reason um and for other times like the pandemic hitting or like things going south like when I want the, this project to work and it doesn't work and like when I was doing my podcast before when I was trying to find a program that actually worked for me and that I could figure out how to use because I'll be honest with you I downloaded five six different apps and I could not figure out a single one of them and then I finally just took a pause just went to the bathroom got a drink and then I came back and there was the app anchor that I found that I've been using now and I was just like sometimes you just need to step back and say god I'm gonna give you control and he will he'll make it work um another thing um is like the pandemic things going south and when I'm feeling really stressed because everything feels like it's going wrong because sometimes you have those days where just one thing after another and you're just like gosh everything feels like what's going wrong today um you know i just take a look say you know it might not make sense to me now but it'll eventually make sense and there's a silver lining in it there's good in it and something that me and my mom do i honestly i'll admit it since i wrote this last year i really haven't done this but Sometimes I think the reason why I always come back to these is because they do have such good reminders in them. And then, like, I have it in the back of my head where it's just like, I'll try that reminder. See how that works. Um, but something we do when we're feeling overwhelmed, overwhelmed, or like I said, things go south, things just feel like they're going wrong, is I say, I give everything and everyone to you, God. I give all the problems that I'm dealing with to you I give all the people that are making me ticked off or making me feel like I have a bad day I'm just gonna give it all to you and I've done it when I'm feeling stressed or scared or just fed up with certain people or situations that happen and I repeat that phrase and sometimes I just repeat it and I take a step back and honestly I'm put at ease I mean it's not something that's going to just work all the time, you know? You can't just do it every single time and it's going to work. Sometimes you just got to clear your head and just give it time. Um, but something else that I've done, this is something that I actually came up with on my own. And I don't know, it worked and it has worked for me when I use it. But when I'm feeling things heavy on my heart or just problems are happening just anything really that might make you just feel a little overwhelmed but what I do is I fall back on Jesus I lean on him and I say Jesus just wash your presence over me and I just I actually when I say it like I just did I just close my eyes, clear my mind, 
clear my mind of all the worries, of all the anxiety, of all the problems that I've had that day or that week or whatever. I just clear my mind and I just say, Jesus, I need you. I need your presence. Wash me in it. And if you just take a pause and just breathe and don't talk and just let it happen, I feel like that just puts me at so much peace and it's just like I feel this like warm feeling almost like the feeling you get when you have you get a hug from your mom or your dad or your loved one or you the feeling of like putting a warm blanket around you or sitting by the fireplace just feels so much so peaceful like there's just a peaceful presence and honestly I can say that that is one of the things that I do the most. Like sometimes when I'm trying to fall asleep at night and I just can't get my mind to turn off or I just thinking about all the bad things from the day, I just say, just wash your presence over me. Help me to forget about everything that happened and remember that you're here and you give me peace. And that's just something I do and it helps me. So, like, you guys who are listening, you use that and you see how it works for you. Like, it might not work for you and that's okay. There's other things, other resources out there that you can use. I just want to be one of them that can give you ideas. Um, but I want to tell you that verse again. Romans 8.28 And we know that God causes everything to work together. For the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So, you know, not that what we go through that's hard and and, and draining and sometimes even emotional and physically draining. But it's not that what we go through is good, but God is good. And his love for you and me is good. And he's going to use the bad stuff to make me... And you grow who he wants me and you to be. And just remember that this is all happening for a reason. And you know, it might not seem like there's a reason for it now or that it's good. But there is. And it's not just happening to you because God's sitting there saying, we're just going to make her go through that. And He's not doing that. He's not doing it on purpose. He's doing it for a good purpose. And um, remember that we may not know what God's plan is now, but he's always working to the get... Oh my gosh, I'm tired. But um, remember that we may not know what God's plan is now, but he's always working together for the good of those who love him. And I just have a list of 13 verses that I want you guys to just... Not all of them at once. You can maybe do them through a span of 13 weeks. Do a verse every week or 13 days. However you want to divide and conquer. But I want you guys to open your Bible and look at these verses. And I'm just going to say a couple words before I say the verse. As to how I kind of viewed the verse. You know, like... You might have a different view on it, and you might find 
that these verses mean something else to you and I'm that's great. I'm glad it's unique to us people. But these are how I interpreted and how my perspective of the verse was. So just a couple words before each one. Maybe one word, maybe five. It doesn't matter. Maybe sentence, but there's 13. Um, some of them are different verses. Some of them are the same book of the Bible. It doesn't matter. But I just found 13 that really stuck out to me. Um, so the first one is, I am protected by Christ. First John 5.18 um, So... I kind of interpret it by I am protected by Christ and actually I think I probably should have pulled the verse up and maybe read it um, but actually I think I'm going to do that I'm going to just look up the Bible and I will read the verse to you and see how you guys interpret it let me just pull it up real quick I'm just going to see if I can find um, it on my computer right here and if it doesn't work then it doesn't work and you guys can just look at it yourself but we're just gonna see how this goes and where I guess I could try to read the uh, Verses. I'm not going to read them all, but. Sorry, I'm just answering messages on my computer. Um, so let's see. It's First John. Sorry, I'm just trying to find it here on my computer. John, first John. Verse 518. Okay, 5. Verse 18. Alright, so we know that everyone who has been born of God does not keep on sinning, but he who is born of God protects him, and the evil one does not touch him. So that's how I I interpreted that verse as I'm protected by Christ. The second verse is blessed, and this is Ephesians 1, 3. So let me just pull it up here on my computer. Ephesians 1, chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. In the heavenly places. So I interpret that verse as just, I just put blessed. I'm reading this off of my document that I printed out. So I just interpret that verse as you're blessed. The second, are, excuse me, the third verse I found was also in Ephesians. A lot of these were in Ephesians. Um, Third verse is Ephesians 2, um, chapter 2, verse 14. 
if I can find it. Ephesians, what did I say it was? 2 verse 14. Okay. For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. So I read that as peace, and he can give us peace. Um, that's how I interpreted that verse. You guys might have interpreted these verses differently, but the next one is adopted. And we're going to go back to Ephesians 1, and it is verse 5. So, after they're talking about how... Okay, so verse 5, I'm just going to read it. Um, I'm just going to actually start with the beginning, because it kind of all is one. So... Verse 5, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. So, I read that as you are adopted into God's family, and yeah, that's kind of how I interpreted that one. Um, the next one is Ephesians 2. 13. 13. I'm just finding it again. I'm here. But now in Christ Jesus, you once were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. So I found that I just put one word in front of that, and that's purchased. So you were purchased by the blood of Christ when he sacrificed himself on the cross for you when you accept him into your life i that's how i interpret that verse but the next one is chosen and this one is colossians three twelve. let's see colossians uh chapter three verse twelve Alright, what did I say it was? Colossians 3, 12, verse 12. What is that? Okay. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. So, I... Wait, hold on. 3, 12. Okay, I don't know how... Oh, I guess I interpret that by we are God's chosen ones. We're holy, we're beloved, we have passion, compassionate hearts. Okay, I think we get it. Um, 
the next one is John 17, 20 through 23, united with other believers. Okay, so I'm going to get back to John. I'm trying to read this off of a document that I printed off a while ago. So, you know, like, I'm kind of trying to read in between the lines. Um, John 17. John. John, what was it? What did I say? 17. Okay, so 20 through 23, let me get down to it. This is a chapter that is a lot of Jesus talking. You know that there, it's Jesus talking when the words are read. Okay, so I said that this verse reminded me that we're united with other believers. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. That they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you. That they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one. So I, yeah, I, that's how I interpret the verse, is we are united with other believers. We're one big family. I'm just responding to the messages because that's what I do. I do whatever I want during these podcasts. Um, okay, so the next verse that I have on here is eight, number eight out of the 13. I is forgiven and there's two verses that I have for this one so I have Ephesians 1 8 is the first one and then the next one is Colossians again we're just gonna go with hold on let me just go back to okay we're gonna start with Ephesians because that's the one that I'm at so Ephesians 1 8. I feel like I just did that one. Maybe I'm just weird. Yeah, we I didn't do that one. Okay. So Ephesians 1 8. Uh here it is. Eight. Eight. Sorry, that's seven. Alright. Which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight. Hold on, wait. What? What did I say this would remind me of forgiven? Um, eight. Let's see where eight, where the sentence begins. Okay, I'm just gonna, he lavished on us. Lavished on us, I thought that was forgiven. Okay, 
some of these I don't actually am understanding right now, but I interpreted that as forgiven. But eight, where did eight begin? Maybe I just missed a section. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us, and all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will. I think that's what I read. That I understand forgiven. Okay, the next one, this is the same thing, but just a different verse that goes along with what I thought was forgiven. It was Colossians 1, 4, 1 14, excuse me. Colossians, let's go back to Colossians. Oh, that's Galatians. There we go. Colossians, Colossians 1, 14. Okay. Um, 14. What did I say? This is also forgiven. Okay. Um, he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. That makes sense why I said forgiven. I don't know why the previous one I said was forgiven. I don't know. I was tired when I did this. Um, I don't know what that was. That was me. That was my voice. 11 is I have a purpose. So this is Ephesians again. Ephesians 1 verse 9. I actually have two Ephesians. Ephesians 1 verse 9. Let's go back to it. Ephesians, hello, there you are. Ephesians 1 verse 9. Okay, um, so Ephesians 1 9 says Making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time. To unite all things in him, things in heaven, and things on earth. I have a purpose. So I think what I originally um, interpreted that verse for, I have a purpose is we're here for the riches of his grace and the mystery of his will so we're here according to his purpose and that's we have a purpose for because of him i think that's what i interpreted that as i didn't exactly write down what i thought these were so i just wrote my little two two words of interpretation of it so i might be getting it wrong i don't know i did most of this based on memory so the next one is ephesians 3 11 so we'll just go to 3 11 this was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in christ jesus our lord in whom we have boldness and access with and confidence through our faith in him 
So I interpret that also as I have a purpose in him. Yeah, we're just gonna end with that right there. Then a second to last one is rich with Christ friendship. And that is John again, John 15, 15. Chapter 15, verse 15. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should be abide okay and then the last the last first or little interpretation and verses i have citizen of heaven philippians three twenty. i'm just pulling up philippians right here I feel like I probably passed it. Philippians, what did I say? 1515? No, 320. 1515 was the last one. 320. But our citizenship in heaven, and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly bodily body to be his like his glorious body by the power that enables him to even to subject all things to himself and i interpreted that as citizen of heaven i think it's literally the first sentence but our citizen citizenship in heaven and from it we await the savior i think that's what i interpreted the entire verse as all right so that is basically what I wanted to do for my first episode was to share my story and the verses that I interpreted a couple things. There's plenty more verses that I could probably interpret things from, but I would be going on all a long time. Um, but I think the reason why I started doing those verses was because I was reading or not reading. There was a movie that I went and saw in a movie theater. And there was a challenge one of the people in the movie got from someone. And it was to go read Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. The first two chapters, I think, is what it was. And what they did was they wrote down things that they were in Christ. And I think that's where I was trying to go with it. But then I changed it a little bit and just did a little bit more and just did different books which I thought was pretty cool and I was excited to share that but I'm going to end this podcast now because it has been almost a 45 minute podcast and I will end this first episode I thought it went well I am filming it late at night it is almost 11 o'clock and I I'm excited that I got my first episode done and I'm tired.
tired, so I'm going to go take a shower and go to bed and wake up for church tomorrow. But I'm excited I got this first episode done, and you can listen to this on Spotify, which is the main place where I'm going to post it. Um, I know this automatic this app that I use, Anchor, automatically posts it to other platforms, but I don't really use them. So I'm just going to use Spotify and promote it on there. I will also be posting my link to my Instagram and maybe my Snapchat story. I don't know. But I will post it to my Instagram and post it under one of my highlights so that it stays there. And I will also make a post about it on my Instagram and Facebook. So I will pull them up or I will just put them in my description of my podcast here. So then you guys can just go there and find the links. And that is going to be the end of this first episode of my podcast called Melina's World of podcast and i hope you guys enjoyed it and that you stick around and stay tuned for more episodes i hope you guys have an amazing night yeah keep your mental health and stay positive keep your mental health in check and stay positive cool all right bye all right so this is going to be episode two brought to you from my room episode two of my podcast i know this has been a long-awaited episode two but i am going to start it off and just let you guys know it's gonna get political so if you don't want to hear political stuff move right along this podcast is not for you all right so i wanted to tell you Hold on, let me turn the volume down on my machine here real quick, because it's a little wee bit loud. Alright, so I just wanted to bring to light a topic that I'm very passionate about. I will say, there is somebody, there is a group that I follow. Just had to turn the volume down a little bit more. But there is a group that I follow called Live Action. And they are, I'm going to say it. So if you guys don't want to hear political stuff, again, move along. But it is a political uh, abortion, uh, anti-abortion, excuse me, activist group that, um, again, is fighting uh, abortion. And how I figured out about them is I was watching, I follow on Instagram this person who fights against I follow a lot of different organizations because a lot of different organizations out there have things that I'm very passionate about and one of those things is sex trafficking as well I'm very passionate about stopping that and making a point into stopping that but again that's another episode um but I follow this person Lila Rose, for she is the co or not the co, she's the founder of Live Action, and I follow her, and I was brought to light a horrible, horrific um, article that 
I'm not going to show any of these, obviously, because you can't see me. But if you would like to, if you would like to read this article and look at the images in the video, I will warn you, it is graphic. But it is, again, I think something that all people need to watch and all people need to look at. Especially people who say they stand for doing this and they say that they stand for people who kill these babies. Um, because I'm going to say that, um, on their website, if you go to 2363.org, there will be a video that pops up, and they don't exactly show a real baby doing, like, a real abortion to a baby, but they show how they do it. I'm not going to go into detail. You guys can, if you want to, go figure it out for yourselves. But it is absolutely horrible. It is horrific and it made me cry. I will be honest with you. It's hard for me to even talk about right now. But I think it is something that needs to be brought to light. And my way of bringing it to light. And my way of showing people about it. Is through my podcast and showing people. And the people that listen. Which I know right now are not very many. But it is showing people this horrendous, horrific thing that people are standing for. And I just, to those people, I want to say, I don't hate you. I, I'm not against you, but with what they believe in is wrong. And they know it's wrong. And people will say, well, it's the parent's choice and the mother's choice. But the thing is, there's different ways of going around it instead of murdering. When there's people out there who are dying to have babies, and you're killing them every day. And back to the video that I see, um, once you go to 2363.org, you will see this doctor, uh, or this abortion specialist, who he realizes, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And he shows actually how they do it. And it is absolutely, it, it, it's honestly heartbreaking to see how they do it to these babies, to these people that don't have a chance anymore because people decided to steal the life from these babies. And back to the article that I saw. Again, this is not a, a light topic. And it is very political to a lot of people. So again, if you are going to be someone who is going to throw hate or throw any kind of horrible comments my way, I'm letting you know now that I'm warning you that it's going to be political, it's going to be graphic, it's going to be, it's not an easy topic. But it is something that I feel it needs to be brought to life and it needs to be shared because what is going on is not okay and people aren't realizing that and I'm hoping that in this way I can bring it to light and bring a new perspective on it I'm not trying to make people you know I'm not trying to shove it down people's throats that what they believe in is wrong and they they don't have a right to believe in what they believe in I mean don't get me wrong everybody has the right to their own opinion and everybody has the right for them to share it. And this is my way of being able to share it. 
because like I said, this is my podcast. I can talk about whatever I want. And if you guys don't want to hear it, don't listen to this episode. Click away. Go listen to another podcast. There's a thousand, a million other podcasts out there that you guys can listen to. But I want to bring my this topic to light because it is a passionate, it's a topic that I'm passionate about. And I wish there's more ways that I could be open about it. But back to the article by um, Live Action. This was brought to me by the founder, Lila Rose. I follow her on Instagram. Um, again, this is not a light topic. It's very heavy. And the situation is very in this article is very heavy and it's not an easy topic to talk about but again like I said it's something that needs to be brought up all right so um the title to this uh article like I said it's not an easy topic there's graphic images in there that I'm not I've looked at but I'm not going to share um again if you feel like you want to go look at this I will see if I can post the link somewhere like in the comments or whatever below my podcast but the title to this article aborted babies discovered in dc may indicate infant side which is basically a homicide but they put infant in front of it after attempted abortions so i'm going to read to you the article it's kind of long but again this is something that needs to be brought to life in a lot of people's perspectives i think if they viewed it differently Maybe they, it, I'm, I don't know what would happen, but if maybe if they viewed it differently, something in them would spark. But um, the article says, physician experts have told Live Action News, which is the um, nonprofit organization, that five aborted children in a D.C. apartment appear to have been viable human beings, raising questions about potential legal and serious ethical violations by the abortion clinic. I don't know how to say this name, but I'm going to try to pronounce it. I'm probably going to butcher it, but Dr. Robin Pirushi, a neonatal specialist, told Live Action News, I can say with confidence that these babies died at an age when they were viable, premature people. In her Friday morning comments, she noted that she was going to work in IndyQ where she would care for the little ones this size and age. During a Thursday press conference, D.C. police quickly dismissed the possibility that the babies experienced illegal abortions, but declined to comment further when asked by Live Action News. Although D.C. doesn't ban late-term abortions, medical professionals are still bound by federal laws which restrict the method of abortion and require life-saving care for infants born after botched procedures. Life-saving care is something Dr. Cesar Santin... I can't say this name either. I'm probably going to butcher it. But Dr. Cesar Santagelio, who operates the facility where the discarded babies were discovered, has already said repeatedly that he either doesn't provide or avoids. A pro-life activist voluntarily informed the D.C. homicide unit of the babies and surrendered them to the authorities. Details are forthcoming, but the Progressive Anti-Abortion Uprising, or PAAU, group to which this activist belongs believes the late gestational ages, as well as their parents' sustained injuries, potentially show violations of the Partial Partial Birth Abortion Act, as well as Born Alive Infants Protection Act. 
The group also announced that a funeral mass and naming ceremony was offered for the babies. And live-action president and founder Lila Rose, who again is the person that I follow on Instagram, said in response, The discovery of these is horrific and disturbing evidence of the, again, the word that they brought up, infanticide, that may be occurring in this clinic within our nation's capital and indicative of the violence happening. Okay, so the rest is basically just a bunch of words. But, again, this is something that I thought needed to be brought to light. And I just feel like it is something that needed to be shared because this is my way of bringing it out and, you know, letting people know that some of the ways they're doing this is absolutely horrible. And when I talk about, like, um, again, I've heard that they do abortions right up to birth. Or now a new thing is where if the mother decides after she delivered the baby, if she doesn't want it, they basically can just leave it and not take care of it. Which is absolutely horrific and terrible and sad. But, again, I feel like this is something that needs to be brought to light and change perspective on it. Um... Again, I'm not going to go into detail how they do this. If you want to do that and go to 2363.org, you can do that. I'm not going to go into detail. But when I watched it and I watched how it happened, absolutely broke my heart. Like, I was absolutely, I, I was crying. It was horrible. And what I want to say to the people that stand for this is if you have kids, if you've gone through the experience of having a baby, do you want to say that how they do that is what you would want to see happen to your child or to a child in general and I just want to say that do you think that that's okay to happen to a person who is alive who can feel it because it says in the article actually um let me see if I can find it For example, the Mississippi law that recently came before the Supreme Court limits abortion to just 15 weeks based on concerns surrounding fetal development and pain. So around 15 weeks, if they can actually feel pain when you're killing them right up to delivery or after delivery, and the way that they do it, the way that I saw here, and if again, you guys can go explore that if you want to, but the way that they do that, you want to tell me that them doing that to a baby older than 15 weeks, obviously, which would be 32, 40 weeks, is 35 to 40 weeks, I think is full term. So you want to tell me doing that to a baby who can feel pain and is full term and could have a high chance at living and surviving. You want to tell me that you, you're okay with people doing that to a human, to a person who could have a chance at life, who can make something for themselves. You want to tell me that you think that's okay? That do you want to stand with that? That's just something that I can't wrap my head around. And maybe pe- other people out there can wrap their heads around it and think that, great, I'm glad you know where you stand on the problem, but it's just something that is absolutely horrible. And to me, the family that I come from, 
if this was something that many mothers decided to do, I wouldn't be here, my sister wouldn't be here, like, so many people in my family wouldn't be here if people decided, in my opinion, to make that selfish choice. I feel like it is something that is horrible and shouldn't even be, shouldn't even be an option because, you know, I get it under circumstances, things happen and, like, but then if you don't want to deal with it in the end, give it the give the baby to someone who wants it, who will love it, who will be able to care for it. Because there's people out there that are trying and can't have babies and are dying to have their own children. And then there's someone who the next day will go and end it. And I feel like that's unfair and it's very selfish to do that. Because you're not considering the baby the person that you're killing and you're not considering the other people out there who are dying to have a family and can't and you could have been the one to do that for them um like i said in the article there is there's just um there's pictures and stuff of the babies and there's also they also give them like names and like determine if they're a boy or a girl and things like that and again if you guys want to you can go look in the article and decide or not decide but look for yourselves and see but I just absolutely think it's horrible and it's political but it's something that needs to be brought to light and I'm helping bring this situation um aware and there's also a shop that you can get merch from as I call it and I did buy something I bought a shirt that says pro-life and proud and I've worn it around a lot um actually I need to throw it out in the wash right now because yesterday I wore it and I got it dirty but I just feel like in nowadays in this day and age in this political stage that a lot of things happen and it needs to be brought to life or to light and that some people um um I get it like you can share your opinion and like you can get your opinion across and how you feel on things and excuse me certain issues but like let's do it in a adult well matured civilized way instead of breaking up families and breaking up homes and things like that like there's we can share our opinions and our beliefs but we can do it in a civilized way and we don't have to make more drama and stuff than there needs to be because I will say that I have been, definitely, I have been different, uh, like, treated differently because of the, uh, because of me sharing my beliefs and where I stand on these issues, and I'm not going to name names, I'm not going to share where, because obviously I want to protect people's privacy and things like that, but... I just think that we need to 
be more mature and be more like adults because in these times and in these situations everyone has the right to their opinions and their beliefs and everyone has the right to be able to share it but everyone also has the right to share their beliefs and not be treated differently or treated like dirt because they have their beliefs and I will say again, I've been treated differently. I've been treated like people will look directly at me and not even make eye contact with me because they know that I stand for the things that I believe in. And I feel, I don't think that it should be like that. Like people should be open and be kind to other people no matter their beliefs and no matter the situation that they're in. Like we can all be kind, loving people. And we don't need to make it harder on people because they are open and they are themselves because it's just a hard topic and I get it. And political views and political problems nowadays are, I feel like, more, um, more explosive than they need to be and, like, if everyone could just be adults and be able to listen and share at the same time and not have that, like, not have them blur their perspective on other people or have them blur the person's character because I feel like that shouldn't affect how you view somebody. That should make your view on them stronger as well. They really care about their their passions and they're passionate about it and I feel like people shouldn't be treated differently and people shouldn't be outcasted by it because they're open and they're feeling confident and brave enough to share their opinions and I'm sure that I'm gonna have people come at me after this and be like what you said is was not okay like you were stepping over the line on things and like that's okay because no matter what you do no matter what you say no matter what you think people are always going to think the opposite of you I mean that's just how life is but it's you who gets to decide how you feel at the end of the day like people can't make you feel anything people can't make you decide what to do Like, you are your own person. You get to decide what you get to do and what you get to believe in. People can impact it. People can tell you, hey, this is what I believe in. This is what you should do. But that that can go in one ear and out the other if you don't agree with them. Like, what I'm saying right now probably will go in one ear and out the other to some people. And some people, it'll shake them up a little bit. And I feel that should be okay. That should be what it is. Like, people shouldn't be feeling like garbage because they're open about their thing, their beliefs and their topics. And, like, we should all, we should all be like Jesus. We should go love, we should love everybody for who they are. And, like, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be treating other people like dirt because we don't agree with them or they don't have the same beliefs as us that's fine we shouldn't treat the other person differently 
just because of what they believe in and what they stand on. Because if you do that to everybody, you're not going to have anyone in your life. Like, you're only going to have the people that believe in the same things in you and are like you. And that gets boring. Like, do you want to sit and look in the mirror every time you talk to your friends? Like, I feel like that would get pretty exhaustingly boring. And if you open yourself up to different views and different opinions and different perspectives, it's more exciting. Like, you get to see things in a different way. And, like, people will always have opposite beliefs in you and people will always disagree with you. And that's fine. That's life. Like, things are going to happen where people don't always agree, but we can be mature and civilized in a way that won't tear relationships and families apart. Like, we can, we need to, we need to be more loving to everybody, no matter what their beliefs are, no matter anything. Like, it should be, we shouldn't astray our opinions on someone because they believe that either abortion is right or it's wrong or that other any other political beliefs or demands but I just feel like things need to be like people need to be more open and people need to be more kind to each other because we're living in a world that kindness and generosity and happiness is the only thing that makes life go around like we need to be more kind to people and we need to be we need to allow people to share their beliefs and share their opinions and not have to feel like they're going to be judged afterwards because or treated differently because they believe in one thing or another and i it's just People need to be more, people need to be more kind. People need to be more open and open-minded to things because if if we just sit and point fingers and argue and call people names because of what they believe in, then we're not going to get anywhere in life. We're just going to keep pushing people away because they don't agree with us. And I think we're not going to have many people around us that love us for us because we're looking in the mirror and I again this kind of got a little political but like if you wanna if you don't want to listen to this episode you don't have to like it's your choice like I said you at the end of the day get to decide what you get to do like no one can make you do anything so that was that's kind of something that's just been on my mind and on my heart lately and I feel because a lot of problems have been going on lately I'm not going to go into detail about them but if you know me you know what they are but I just feel like something needs to be done something needs to be said somebody needs to be the person that stands up and says yeah we have all of these problems going on we have all these different things, but we can still be loving towards one another and we can still we can still be friends and we can still view the person the same before we knew anything before we knew anything on what they stand in or what they believe in. Because relationships and families shouldn't be ruined over people sharing what they believe in. 
Like, both sides have an opinion and both sides are people. And we, we need to recognize that. We need to recognize that there's a person behind that belief. And there's a person, uh, a person who has feelings and a person who has gone through stuff. And that we can't just sit there and just be horrible to them. And that goes for both sides. Like, we can't just sit there and point fingers and make it hard on the other side because we're trying to be open and brave about things that we're passionate about. And I I think that if we all took a new perspective on this and we all just thought about the other side's um, life and, and feelings that maybe people wouldn't be getting hurt because, again, we have the right to our opinion. We have the right to be able to share it. But we also have the right to not feel like the other person's image on us is going to be skewed because of what we believe in. And the other person has the right to not feel like they're going to be treated differently because of what they say, because of what they believe in. Especially if you're going to initiate the conversation and you're going to want to hear and you're going to say what you the other side wants. You're going to say you want to hear what the other side wants to say. You need to be more open-minded about the the person underneath because with some of the things that I've heard being said, not just just some of the things that have been said but we just need to be more open-minded both sides not just not just one side that I'm going to point fingers at I'm not pointing fingers at all but both sides need to be more open to opinions and like both sides just need to be able to listen and be kind and mature and civilized and some of us, maybe, even me, like, maybe I need to just take a step back and say, wow, like, what the other person has to say is, is, vi- is viable, and the other, what the other person has to say is, is something that I can share or see from a different perspective, like, we both have, we can both have a different perspective on it. We don't have to be, we don't have to ruin things. Like, we can both have a conversation where we can agree to disagree. We don't have to try to persuade the other side to change their beliefs because that's like trying to get, that's like trying to get a donkey to move. You know how hard it is when they're just so stubborn and don't want to do anything. Like, it's not going to work. So we don't need to try to persuade the other side. We can just be able to be open about our opinions and we can be able to be open about our beliefs but again not have to make the other side feel like they're going to be treated differently or viewed differently because in at the end of the day it's the same person you knew before it's just you know a little bit more about them and who they are like they're still the same person and they're still a person on the other side there's still someone with feelings and emotions on the other side And we need to take into consideration that there's still a person there. And when we say all these horrible things and call people names, and we just need to take into consideration that there's someone underneath there and that 
we can't just run our mouths and say what we want to say. Like, we need to be kind to the other person, even if we don't agree with them. Like, even if we think, oh my gosh, what they believe in, it's completely bogus. How are they not seeing what they're doing is wrong? How are they not seeing what they are doing is not right? Like, we can still be kind to that person and we don't have to treat them any differently than they were before like they're still the same person there's still someone under there and I feel like if maybe people take this perspective that maybe things would get better and if we can see what happens and where this goes but before I make this podcast too long I just want to say that with all of that being said that you know For me, I feel like sometimes maybe I need to just take a step back and take a little bit of my own advice and be like, wow, there is still a person under there. And just take into consideration that both sides have opinions and beliefs, but we still need to be kind to the other side and we still need to be loving to the other side because being mean and being horrible won't get you anywhere it'll just make things worse and you're basically digging a hole for yourself that you're not going to be able to get out of because no matter how many times you say sorry no matter how many times you say what I did was wrong what I said was wrong that person is still going to have that play in their mind over and over again and that person every time that happens is still going to get hurt because that's still in their mind and it's never going to go away. So we need to be careful about what we say and we need to be careful how we're saying it too because actions speak louder. Actions and words, they are like that is how you know someone that's by their actions and by their words is how you know that person is someone who they are and Do you want to be known as someone who is pushy and rude because you don't agree with what someone says? I feel like if we just all take this into consideration, then we can be better loving, kind people. And there wouldn't be people getting broken up because of what they believe in and... I feel like maybe the world would be a better place if we all took on the perspective that there's someone else underneath there and they have feelings and opinions and emotions too. And we don't need to try and hurt them. We don't need to hurt them on purpose because we don't believe with what they believe in. And people have the right to their own opinion. If I want to wear my pro-life and proud shirt, I should be able to do that without being judged. Because in all actuality, the only person who should be worrying about getting judged is you and God. That is the only judge that should be the judge. And if you're going to take on that role and judge other people based on what you believe in, then I think maybe you need to take a step back and realize what you're doing in that moment because it's not your place to judge other people. And I know myself, I've done this before. I have said, wow, at least I'm not as bad as her. Because at least I'm not doing what she's doing. And I'm taking on the role of judging other people when it's not my role. 
And sometimes I think me and anyone else who might do that can just take a step back and be like, that's not my place. You know, I can say sorry. I can try to fix things, but it's not my place. And all you can do is give a full-hearted apology and be and maybe focus on um that there's another person there and that we don't need to judge that person based on who they are because let's face it who they are is who they are it's not going to change so we just need to be more loving and accepting and kind-hearted to people no matter what they believe in no matter what they stand for no matter what they've done they're doing I feel like if we all take that perspective, the world will be a better place. Um, Yeah, so kind of went on a rant there, but it's okay. That's what podcasts are for. Like I said, before this gets too long, if if you guys don't want to um, hear about political stuff, about hard stuff, then skip, skip this episode. I'll be posting another one soon that'll be a little bit more lighthearted and a little bit less political. And so, like, if you don't want to listen to this episode, that's fine. In the end, your decision, what you want to do, your your own person. And um, But if you do decide to listen to this and you do decide to just take this in, then I'm... I'm glad that you are trying to widen your perspectives and your um, views on things. And I hope that you're doing well. I hope that family's going well, life's going well, and that we all can be loving, kind-hearted people. And yeah, so that's my rant for this podcast. I feel like this podcast is probably just going to turn into rants. Which is okay because, like I said, I think that I'm going to take some of my own advice and, like, think about some of the things that I've said and sometimes take a step back and just really focus on what's happening, what am I saying, what am I doing, could this hurt the other person? And if I did, I need to take a second and be like, wow, I really did hurt them or something like that and... Just be more real, raw, genuine me. And I feel like maybe this podcast is the first step in doing that because you can't you can't see me and like I can I feel like I can be more open and share what I want to share because it's my podcast. I'm the one doing this. So if you don't want to listen to what I have to say, there's a thousand other podcasts out there for you to listen to. If what I talk about is not for you then it's not for you. It's not meant for you to be, it's not meant for you to hear what I have to say. So, in the end, everyone has the right to their own opinions. You be you and share the love.